Kentucky Roll Call podcasts are brought to you by Cornbread Hemp. Do you cheer for a team without a head coach? Is prayer the only way you'll hear your team's name on Selection Sunday? You might be suffering from depression, anxiety, or what we like to call March Sadness. Have no fear, Cornbread Hemp is here. Cornbread Hemp's organic, full-spectrum CBD products have just what you need to relieve everyday anxiety. Try our Extra Strength Gummies today. Use the promo code BIGX at checkout and get 30% off your purchase at cornbreadhemp.com. Don't wait to beat the buzzard. Try Cornbread Hemp today. Bueller, 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 Bueller. Good morning. Tip, tip of the cap to tip of the tip. Be- cat, just the cat, just... Cats. 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 Cats tip. Tip of the cap. Terry Wilson. He's going to throw. Conrad. Touchdown. Kentucky. Touchdown. Kentucky. Victory. Kentucky. Like, give your fans what they want, you dinguses. She probably smokes marijuana. Bad, bad girl. They, Rubbish. There's buggers over here. Back outside. This is the point where he always hits it. We did it. We beat those British We bastards. beat the British. Suck it, Cornwallis. Ten kids. You're basically pregnant for 20 years. Pregnant or breastfeed. Just wild. Like, that sounds exhausting. Potheads. What an adorable. What an adorable bunch of people. Woodson from the gun. Play fake. Step it up. He's throwing deep down the near sideline. He's got Johnson. 20. Down. Five. Touchdown. Kentucky. Jesus, Rash. Get it together. Yeah, right. It's game day. Come on. Welcome to Kentucky Roll Call with Walker and Roush. Hello, everybody. Happy Monday to you, March 14, 2022. You're listening to Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio. 96.1 FM, 1450 AM. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, and Justin Kalen. Hope everybody's having a great start to their week. Had a great championship week, a great selection Sunday, and are ready for this week. Uh, the only thing I don't really like about this week is we have to wait until tomorrow to get some some basketball. But then once it starts, it's pretty amazing. Once you get to Thursday, it's all day, and that will be a lot of fun. Nick Roush, how are you? I'm doing well. I'm excited for this show. We had a lot happen this weekend. I watched basketball. Well, not nonstop, but I watched a lot of it. I watched a lot of damn basketball. I'm hyped for March Madness. Selection Sunday was a, a nice little treat. And uh, here's the thing, TJ, is like sometimes I get, uh, you know, e- even when you do a cool job, you, you're going to complain about it sometimes. And I was, I was thinking that I might be complaining, but I was just so excited to dive in last night. And and get to work uh, looking at everything this NCAA tournament has to offer. So very excited and uh, also very happy, very happy for our boy Scooter Dingus. Uh, a selection Sunday like no other, it, at least the last five of them or six. I don't know. It's been a while. Scoots, that's that's for you, buddy. It's not for me. I know it. Dude. I'm really excited. I was kind of waiting for you to ask me how I was doing. Because I was going to say that's a no-brainer. I'm doing fantastic. 
Hoosiers back in the tournament, first time in six years. I could not be more excited. Whether or not we lose to Wyoming, St. Mary's, I don't care. We're in the tournament. I get a chance to advance my team pumped. That's how far Indiana basketball has fallen. I'm excited to just get in the tournament. Jeez. Yeah, it's, it, uh, the, the comeback the comeback from Michigan to against Michigan was ginormous. And then obviously once you beat Illinois, it was a, a lock at that point, not sweating it out, although one of one of the last teams to get in. But all that being said, I don't think it's the, the worst matchup in the world. I mean, why not gonna act like I'm an expert on Wyoming. I have seen them probably twice, maybe, but it's still Indiana. They're the more talented team in that matchup. And then St. Mary's. How much have we laughed about St. Mary's on this oh, wow. yeah. Big, Easy to laugh at. You beat St. Mary's, boom, you're in the round of 32, and you get two favorable games for sure. Yeah, you most likely get UCLA, which um, they've they've lost to some not great teams, so uh, maybe they could lose to Indiana. So I don't think the the worst draw in the world ever for the Hoosiers to maybe win a couple games or so. But uh, so, the whole brackets came out, and I'm excited to talk about them. The funny thing about Indiana grabbing was or Wyoming is we have one like guy at the hotel who's super long term. He's from Wyoming. So I've actually seen Wyoming play probably seven, eight times this season. I said, team, I know pretty well. Can't can't wait to get to work today and be like, suck it. <laughs> You're gonna come can't in wait. with your candy striped pants on. I, I might. I might. And the first that's the first thing I'm gonna say when I see him. Suck it. Good luck. <laughs> that's what- that's what they deserve. That's what March yeah. Madness is is all about. And how you know that like March is easily the best month of the year. And I don't want to hear it from the fall folks, although I, I like fall and fall more and more each fall we get to, uh, is like the month is already almost halfway over. It'll be halfway over in a day or two. And but you all didn't realize that it's gone by pretty, pretty quick and uh, only going to keep flying by. Kentucky ends up in Indy. They don't win the SEC tournament, which was a bummer. But, yeah. Roush, the draw came out. We got to talk about what everybody wants to talk about, and that is Tom Brady's return into the NFL. Uh, uh, I see what you did there. I will <laughs> say, just, a big suck it to Brady. Like, you, you've yeah, been waiting. Seriously. Like, dude, just give it a day. Like, come on. I, I I think what happened is that video of him talking to Cristiano Ronaldo and like him giving that face whenever he was asked. So you're done, right? Like, but they 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 had been out for less than 24 hours before he was just like, "All right, I'm back. Let's do it." It's like, "All right, we we at least want to speculate a little bit longer. Give us selection Sunday, damn it." No, we're not talking about it. We're not. I was just joking. The man who has everything, Roush, doesn't need Selection Sunday, too, okay? Seriously. He's got it all. He's got it all. He does, You're right. You're spot on. He didn't need to do that. And, yeah, that video is out there, but I think more importantly, free agencies tomorrow. And just in case, like, he probably was leaning towards coming back, but it was like, hey, if you are coming back, you're going to want uh, other Tampa Bay Bucks to know that and other yeah. free agents to possibly know that because, you know. You don't want to stink, and you want to play with good players. So uh, it seemed like he never really wanted to retire in the first place, but the report came out, and he was like, well, I did say that. Like, I did tell my family <laughs> that I was retiring, so I guess I'll retire. Uh, but better better this than, like, I'm back. No, I'm just kidding. Ah, no, 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 I'm back. No, I'm just kidding. So at least while it was a little bit of an ordeal, 
it is mid-March and it's over. Like we know he's back. And in mm-hmm. all sincerity, while in all sincerity, don't take our selection Sunday ever again, Tom Brady. Uh, but NFL is going to be more. It's going to be weird when he's out of the NFL. It's going to feel weird for me mm-hmm. as a now 31 year old. It will probably feel weird for people in our generation, all millennials to some degree. The only NFL we've really truly known has been a Tom Brady NFL. Um, yeah, we probably our first memories were without Tom Brady in the NFL, but ever since we've really been with it, 10 years older, you know, around that age, it's been nothing but Tom in the NFL. So uh, I'm happy he's back, and that does make the NFC tougher, and it makes the Bucks a threat and all that stuff. But but so be it. Uh, you can't have all the good quarterbacks in the AFC besides Aaron Rodgers. So 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 welcome back for another season, Tom. But also suck it. Don't ever do that again. Right, right. Um, I, I'm I'm with you. Like, just I'm glad that we aren't completely moving on uh, past the football post Brady era. But like, let's f- football can wait. It doesn't start till the fall. It's right. it's tournament time. It's time to talk brackets. It's time to talk hoops. But I do have to ask you, TJ. Your voice is a little gravelly. It's not like you you don't have the assist, the the coach that's been screaming for a week straight. You don't have them, but it is. It, it's almost Matt House, like preseason Matt House gravelly. So how, how was your excursion to uh, the city that never sleeps? Um, great to see friends. I'll, 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 next time I do Vegas, it'll be like a golf. It'll either be for a sporting event, a golf trip, to go to the Grand Canyon or like the Hoover Dam or something out in that area. Um, we're just we're we're too old for like the quote unquote Vegas bachelor party. Um, and secondly, while it was a lot of, while it was fun, and again, like the 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 bulk of my enjoyment was just getting to have a few days to to hang out with a lot of really really good friends that you don't get to see all that often as you get older. Um, but just the 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 setting, not for not for not for me, uh, for a championship basketball weekend. Like you know, you just want to watch basketball and you want to watch right, basketball right. nonstop on a million TVs and. You're either moving around from casino to casino. You're playing sports games. Uh, have I, I do have some hilarious stories and just some like I, I've got a story that you all aren't going to believe, accompanied with a picture. But want to save it for a little bit longer. The thing that I had forgotten about Vegas, and you'd hear my voice, and you probably like think that I was screaming and shouting and hooting and hollering all weekend. Maybe one night at the blackjack tables the only night that I ever won anything period ever, ever. I didn't cash one sports ticket out there. And by the way, the, wow. The, the sports tickets are, I, I want to I mean, I won a couple games, but they were mostly in parlays. So I was going, you know, I was in Vegas going for the big money. No whammies, no whammies, no whammies. And just came up and I couldn't, could not finish a parlay if my life depended on it. But all that being said, you'd think that like I was just having the Vegas weekend experience. No, the reason my voice is like this is because everywhere you freaking go in that city, music is so damn loud that the person that you're sitting literally a spot next to, you have to scream to talk to. Uh, so that's why my voice is like this. Like I, I, I think uh, went to bed around midnight Vegas time, which is three Louisville time. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it is late. Like, you know, it's, it's not like I'm 
went to bed super early, but it's also not like I was in the wee hour of the Vegas nights either. So I got, and yeah, you were, you're, you're pounding bruise from time to time, but I never also felt like I was just completely lost in the sauce or anything. It's, you just can't help but have to talk loudly because you can't hear anything. Doesn't matter if you're at a casino or restaurant, whatever it is. Uh, but it, it, it was. So you're saying there's like clubby vibes with the, the loud music. Yeah, we didn't even go to a club. We did go to Circa Swim Watch or how, whatever. How, how was the pool party? Cool? Um, it cool was setup? it was cool. And our setup, we had like, it was called the owner suite. I don't really think owners stay there. Um, but it was probably one of the nicest little sweet cabana things that you can have. And that was awesome. And the pool was sweet. They were all heated as if they were hot tubs like all in the pools are ginormous um so i actually could have used them being like a little cooler they were a little too warm uh but the tv and screens are amazing it's just put on the sound of the games you dinguses not like club music for six hours so that 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 was the worst of the worst the music at the swim the setup of the swim amazing not being able to hear anybody talk for six hours not ideal, uh, le- less than ideal in that. But now would have been better if we were like ten minutes deeper into the show because I would have had I would have had the radio tease of all radio teases. I'll just come. Out, I'll we'll just do it now. I'll, I'll I'll have another tease somewhere else, somewhere along the line. Uh, guess who? Guess who? I'm hanging out with at this swim pool cabana. Um, Aaron Torres. Good guess. Good guess. Oh. Just to somebody that would be in Vegas. Not him, though. No. Uh, pr- let me see if I can give you one more hint. Not that, again, a lot of people are going to care. But it's probably, I'm probably tougher on this national media member. Oh, more, oh I know who more, it is. More so than anybody else. And I actually honestly respect them because of it, because they're generally a pretty good sport. Jeff Goodman. Jeff Goodman, like, was hanging out at our cabana for like three hours. Because <laughs> he he had been tweeting about it was very much a look at me and all the cool games I can go to, but he went from I want to say like the Big East to the Big Ten to Vegas for and, and they had all four of them going. So I'm curious. So he he was hanging out at the Cabana, but there were games happening. He wasn't at the games. Well, so like you rent your or like, I don't know if this is how it is for everybody, but we had the like Cabana either you can rent it for like the early session or the late session and. We had it for the early session, and I don't think the games he was covering were uh, till night. Got you. So got you. we were, you know, we had to like somebody had to be there at eight a.m. Vegas time to like just check in, and mm-hmm. then people could come in whenever. But we had it from technically eight to four, and I think the majority oh, of wow. our party got there around nine ish, give or take. And uh, I don't know. It seemed like around like ten or eleven. One of my buddies was like, you know. Jeff Goodman and some college basketball podcast guys are at this pool party. And I was like, oh, that's cool. No, I had no idea. I was like, where are they? And they were like, oh, they're on the other side of the pool. But, yeah, I was walking over there and ran into ran into one of them and thought it was hilarious. And I swear, like, two minutes later, I turned around and they were all, like, hanging out in our little private cabana area. We didn't have girls hang out in our private cabana we area. Had, we had basketball we did, blog boys. We did, have, we did have Jeff Goodman in the gang. And I told Jeff, I was I was like, you know, uh, I was just like, I'm kind of a jerk to you online from time to time. But I really, I only do it because 
I value, you know, I like hearing what you got to say and stuff. So made good with Jeff Goodman, and he was he was really nice. Ooh. Was um, Rob Doster there? Field of sixty eight. No. You, did you did you bond those bridges, so to speak? No, no bonded bridges between Doster and I. But I did have to like give him crap to his face about him having Oscar Shibway nineteenth in his transfer rankings. Like what what. A, <laughs> What a poor, what a poorly aged ranking. And Is he, he still like, uh, Johnny Davis, National Player of the Year? Oh, I had to give him crap for that too. I said I did, I did. You know, here I am. I'm like I'm probably kind of a jerk to you, and then I probably ended up just being a bigger jerk to him to his face. <laughs> I did. I, I was, and again, I was like joking, and he, I think he, I think he knew, but I, I, I was, I was like, you could not give Player of the Year to Johnny Davis. One from a financial impact for me, but two. Come on, he's doing something that hasn't been done in 40 years. He 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 said that just Wisconsin probably isn't a tournament team without Davis. And that's fine, but still it doesn't make you national player of the year. You got to give it to the player that's been the best player all year. And I that's mean, what Kentucky without Oscar Shibway, too. Like well, and we saw sadly that on Saturday, didn't we? Yeah, yeah. Which um here we go. Here's let's let's pick on Cal for a moment. Um, one of the rules that he has, a hard and fast rule that we both disagree with is there's no reason to sit your guys. It's it's not a mandate. If they have two fouls, they can't play for the rest of the first half. Sure, maybe you give them three or four minutes to just, all right, like get your head together. But Oscar Shibo is a smart guy. We talked about it last week. He's been pretty good about staying out of foul trouble, about jumping straight up and down. Uh, like He's pretty mindful of it. And I think the last Tennessee game, I mean, there's only been, I think that was probably the fourth time all year where he picked up a quick two in the first half and maybe only the second time in this entire calendar year. Like, just playing for a few minutes whenever you can't get any offense going. Like, trust your national player of the year to play smart. And I think we've talked about this where it's like, if there is one player where that rule should just universally apply to, maybe it is Oscar just because of how important he is overall. And if he did pick up that third foul, then basically he can't play the second half the entire way he wants to play. He's got to play a little bit more conservatively and can't be as aggressive, which hurts him on the glass, which hurts him on defense, which hurts UK's interior defense as a whole because teams know they can go after him a little bit more. If there is maybe a player to do it, maybe it's Oscar, but it's just it, it kills you, right? Just seeing like Kentucky struggle and struggle and struggle and struggle. And it's almost like a self-inflicted wound to some degree because you're just looking at the bench and you're seeing the national player of the year sitting there. It was just kind of a bad situation, bad luck to some degree. Um, I would have played him, as I'm giving Cal a little bit of a benefit of a doubt, I would have played him in the second half. But I, I can't go all in on it just because if there is one player, he's so important for the second half. And Roush, this, all this did cross my mind watching the game. And I almost had to back off the take, though, because Cal didn't play him in the second half. I was worried that it could get away. I was fine with what UK was able to make. the. You know, the, I was fine with the halftime score. I was fine with how it all shook out when it was all said and done. And then in the second half, UK actually did have chances. So despite that, mm -hmm, I almost had to back off of it just because, like, well, I guess maybe it didn't end up mattering so much. Although, 
hindsight's always twenty twenty. Maybe if you had him in the first half, it's it, it wasn't such a lengthy comeback in the second half, you know, or something along those lines. But uh, but they did have their chances in the second half, regardless. And then sure enough, you lose him on what we all knew. If we all had to guess how Oscar, if he were, if we were like, he's going to play Tennessee and he's going to foul out, any guesses on how he fouls out? Wouldn't we have all probably predicted this fifth foul? Yeah, yeah. I uh, bet it'll be like a Fulkerson flop to some degree and one mm-hmm. capacity or another. Check. God, Joe it was so me, bad, Fulkerson dude. flop. It was Number so one. bad. So bad. God, Fulky, get the hell out of here. That game, it just it embodied everything I hate about watching Kentucky against Tennessee. I mean, they shot 40% from three. Again, they were 50% going in. I haven't crunched the numbers um from like totals but i would say that they're shot at least 10 percent better on average versus kentucky than any other team the rest of the season a lot of the times they were uh they actually ended up being contested looks but like i i, I just i lose my mind again i hate tennessee so freaking much i hate him so much like i i just i i could not stand that kentucky couldn't hit water if they fell out of a boat uh they were just daring savier wheeler to shoot and early on, he was taking them all. Uh, he found that he calmed down a little bit once the dry spell hit. But th- this was a team, Kentucky, they have their season high point total in a half against Tennessee and their season low point total in a half against Tennessee. It's it's just baffling. That, that game Saturday, I and, and here's the thing too, TJ. You know, I, I wrote about it. I talked about it. Like, the SEC tournament and, and the selection committee certainly validated our beliefs that it doesn't matter. Uh, when it comes to seeding whatsoever at all, not even the early games really mattered as far as the NCAA pecking order is concerned, uh, because they did they did not include Texas A&M. They did not move up Tennessee, even though if you look at them compared to Duke, it's hilarious. The seed, just the the, the resume, uh, objectively Tennessee much better, but I'm sure they'd be happy with where they're going instead of where Duke is just based on the draw. I digress. Uh, if this was any other team, I'd be happy that we got Ty Ty Washington going on Friday. Um, you played bad, but you got all your bad shots out. I'm big on, like, uh, it's very dumb and superstitious of me, but it's like if you're going to have a bad game and lay a dud, the second best offense in the nation is never going to play this bad ever again. They just can't. So, uh, you know what? If you're going to lose, flame out, lose as bad as possible. I just hate that it was in Tennessee. My emotions against that stupid school. John Fulkerson has no business beating the University of Kentucky eight times in his life. Let alone once, but eight freaking times? Are you freaking kidding me? Yeah, unfortunately, UK is just going to have to win the national championship because you can't let Tennessee finish the season with another feeling like they got you. And <laughs> I, I was pretty disappointed on Saturday. Like, at, at the, in the grand scheme of things, did it – and gosh – it, it feels like it's probably water under the bridge now because it's a few days late. But shame on you, Kentucky fans. Every chance you same group of people get to act like such insufferable losers, you don't miss an opportunity. I was just as frustrated as everything Roush just said, more so. And I hate losing to Tennessee as much as anybody else. That was not a bad loss, you dinguses. It wasn't a bad loss in any capacity. Like, Tennessee's a good team. Mm-hmm. That loss wasn't going to hurt UK's resume. Tough matchup too, and it, it, they're good. They're they're yeah. I mean, good, it's like really, it's- really good defensive teams are not mm-hmm. what UK loves to see. Size, one of the best one. Yeah, they they have bodies they throw 
at Oscar. They they're a great team. I mean, they they they're very similar to Kentucky, built differently, obviously, but just in terms of they do have NBA talent, but they mix it with great college players and they've got experience, but they've got some young guys that have been able to blend in nicely. It's it's a similar makeup and um, all that being said, what I'm disappointed in is, yes, I hate losing to Tennessee. I hate that you gave them the SEC championship. Auburn got the regular season. I hate that just both those goober yeah. fan bases have something to to hang their hat on that Kentucky doesn't. My biggest stuff isn't – I mean, it is with losing to Tennessee. It is with losing on Saturday in the SEC semifinal. Mine is just it, – goodness great. Like, you just needed to win one pretty difficult game after the NCAA pre-selection show, maybe it could have been at Tennessee. It could have been the at Arkansas game. It could have been Tennessee on a neutral floor. It, it really isn't in, – in the grand scheme of things, Roush, it really wasn't asking all that much with a one seed on the line just to win. Like, you were so close to a one seed. Yeah. All you need to do is just win one more game you didn't win. So yeah. when you look back at the season, nothing wrong with a two seed – UK's draw, I'll tell you after the break my thoughts on it. And at the end of the day, the SEC tournament may as well be ancient history. The new season has begun or begins is, on Thursday, at least for the for the Cats. It is the silver lining in all of this. It's like as like it, it bad as it is. You, yeah. you turn the page so quickly from the SEC tournament to the NCAA tournament. Well said. I mean, that's exactly how it is. And But you were so close to being able to get a one seed – and I do think most of the one seeds, not all of them, but I do think most of the one seeds have easier quote unquote draws than UK being a two seed. And you just, you, you came up short. And I think the the bigger thing I walked away with, Roush, from that is, well, shucks. Like, we want this team to win a national championship. And now looking back on it, if they would have just won one more big game, they would have been a one seed. But why couldn't they win those big games? Yeah. Is it something about this team? You know, yeah. should we think about when there's a tough – if they play Purdue in the Sweet 16 or they're playing Baylor in the Elite Eight, those will be tough games. Are we nervous that this team has now kind of started uh, where earlier in the seat – well, they lost to Duke, but then after that they went on a string where they were beating good teams and they were beating some good teams pretty darn badly, and then they played those good teams later in the year. Nothing wrong with losing to them per se, but if you want to win a national championship, you got to show a little bit of that fire and that fight. And the only thing that makes me a little bit nervous is you were so close to capturing your overall goals, which winning an SEC championship, winning an SEC tournament championship, and you came up one game short in the regular season. You just you played a C-minus game against Tennessee in the semifinals. Really, if you just play a C-plus, you probably win that one. Um, and – then a one seed would have been right there for the taking. So they came up short in a few obstacles where they seemed more achievable looking back in hindsight. And, and that was a little disappointing. But I agree with you. And we can either put a bow on the Tennessee game. I know a lot of the textures on the Thornton's text line are going to bring it up, so we'll, we'll talk more about it. But it was simply one of those games around. She just missed shots, man. And that's why you don't need to have – we don't need to have some grand alarm takes per se. But it was just another game where – you hit the shots, you win. You miss the shots, you lose. You played a C minus. A C plus probably wins it. But I, 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 I did like their fight. You know, they had a chances to give up. They could. That was on that. Really, I haven't had flashbacks to the West Virginia 
2010 game since then. Oh. Well, maybe the Davidson tournament game, but at least they won that one. Uh, this one was, and I think they only shot like 11 threes in that game. Yeah, this one was similar. Or yeah. 32. Um, right. Yeah. So it was just bad shooting night. Uh, now, again, well, one more bad shooting night and your season is all over and everything right, right. we talked about for four months, five months is just uh, meaningless. But I think it was just a bad shooting night. They played hard. Well, that—that's my question in general. Is like, is there any sort of significant long-term problem looming? Because if there was, if I was going to have one for me, Tata Washington, what confident? He—he's got his groove back. I don't—I'm never worried about Mince's confidence. But Kellen Grady and his feet, something was wrong with his feet. Like I don't know what it was. He was almost walking. He had to take a dribble before shooting. Like Tennessee was fouling. Tennessee was fouling him every play. I mean, yeah, it worked. But, and, and, and Rick Barnes is a genius. Gosh darn. He's the worst thing to happen to Tennessee. He's made them relevant. He's got their fans like excited and happy about him. They're just, they were bumping him coming off every screen. So he wasn't really like screens and come everything they did for Grady. And you, and if you want to take this as a criticism for Calipari, that's fine. Was, was making him uncomfortable. And he just never wasn't having contact. And I think that's yeah. the blueprint for for Grady. You have to overplay him, and that's when other people just need to step up. You know, because if you're overplaying him and you're giving that much attention, whether even on screens, because you're basically double teaming him off a screen just for a brief second, and you're knocking him off his path too, which hurts him. You're right. He he looked like wonky leg the whole game. He was uh, off, and, man. And you, and like the, some of his shots, it. it that's the thing. That was the thing that was frustrating was it was simply like, hey, UK is kind of just missing shots. They're playing hard. They're defending well. They didn't defend well the first like five the minutes. The shots were, weren't bad misses. They were going in and out a lot of times, and they weren't the worst. I, I didn't think they were the worst looks. There was no. a couple, like like I said, early on, Wheeler had a few shots he pulled early in the shot clock where it's like, dude, you can shoot that whenever. But once they got into a groove, I didn't, I didn't think they were taking bad shots. They were just missing every one of them. They were missing all of them, and and, the, and and I agree with that. I agree with that. If there was somebody taking quote unquote bad shots in the second half, it was probably Grady. But it kind of went back to our a big UK fan debate this whole year, a chicken and egg debate. Like, does Grady need more shots, or do we not want him taking contested shots? Well, I don't know if we got a total answer on it. He he still missed them. But you're right. They all seem like they were in and out. But he started doing kind of some of the fadeaways. Like, let's just mm -hmm. get you going, man. Let's just see if we can – I don't care if they're contested. I don't care if they're not great quality shots. Let's just see if you can get – if you can take this lid off this basket for the rest of this team. Yeah. And missed shots, it's all mental. Uh, John least, the the one thing, thing I do like, though, is Cal kept going to him, though. Like, down three, you've, you've scratched, you called your way to get back in the game. They run an inbounds play to get Grady an open three, and it 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 couldn't have looked much better. Like exactly. the shot going up, the the play, like it was it was all right there, and it just didn't go in. So um, that's why, in general, TJ, I, I am like uh, I, I'm not worrying too much. I'm just upset that it's against Tennessee. My big brain, galaxy brain take is that like this is the like Cal Perry has a, a Rick Barnes s team that's kind of built like a Rick Barnes team with like you know. Couple good freshmen, some really talented older guys that can, you know, do all the dirty work. And Rick Barnes just coaches them in a different way. So I think they might have an inherent advantage uh, in some regard. But that's also like just a big brain wonky take that I don't want to fester him because Kentucky's not going to see Tennessee again unless it's the national championship. So suck it, balls. Good riddance. 
I didn't watch one second of your stupid SEC tournament championship. Took you 43 to wins ones, you bunch of losers. Uh, go celebrate at your women's basketball school. They're good for nothing, suckers. Well, Tennessee's a good team this year, <laughs> as much as I hate saying it. And oh, they are. They, they, is this better than the Grant Williams team? Weirdly, I don't think, like, from a talent standpoint it is, but I think they played better together. I think it's more well-rounded. I think it's a yeah, more well-rounded. that's probably the right answer. Like, their guards, like both, even Ziggler, the freshman. I mean, like, they, they're they've tough. got a lot of good people. They're, they're tough. Fucking Vladichich. God, that guy. Oh, is there that? Brian Zubek recarnated? <laughs> yeah, you got to give him credit. So, did Calipari not do the shoot-around because – their game didn't finish till so late, and they would have had to get in the gym super early Saturday. Because you can't. Do, you he, can't did, he didn't around. say that outright, but like, um, and also he didn't say that after the game. He waited till the selection show thing. So, uh, shout out to Cal for giving like he's not he's giving his players a cop out so they can mentally move on, which I, I think was a smart move. Even though like, is it kind of whack? Are people going to be mad? Sure. But uh, I, I think that was his way of like really stressing it to say, guys, that, that this it's it's my fault that you all shot bad. You are good shooters. Yeah, I mean, it's, I get it. Like with the weird SEC any conference tournament format, if your your shoot around isn't going to be like normal. Still though, that's that's silly. Like you're playing a really good defensive team. I would take the extra time to shoot around. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> like 30 just, minutes to so just go to and the gym. It, not that they played bad against Vandy, but it also it wasn't like they were clicking on every single cylinder either. Mm-hmm. So, like, yeah, right. what's the harm of getting more used to shooting in this gym? That, that seems silly to me. But we are long overdue for a break. But before we do that, Roush is going to tell you about Thornton's breakfast. Oh, it's the best breakfast possible. I'm, I'm craving donuts, actually. Um, they're making me donuts. And no better place to stop in. Grab a quick bite. I believe right now a cup of coffee and a donut is two bucks. Great deal. And because this donut, if you get yourself a Long John, AKA what we like to call Wide Willie, it's basically like heat too. They're dense, they're delicious. Uh, stop on in today, download the Refreshing Rewards app. You'll save some money on your coffee, on your donuts, and on your gasoline by shopping at Thornton's. This is Kentucky Roll Call. We'll be right back after this. Welcome back to Kentucky Roll Call with Walker Rouse. She's got to be somebody's baby. She's so fine. She's probably somebody's only light. Gonna shine tonight. Yeah, she's probably somebody's Welcome back to Kentucky Roll Call here on the Big X Sports Radio. And uh, I, I I missed this last week, but I'm very excited to get to promote the Big Exports Radio golf cards. Yes, they're back, TJ. Less than $25 a round, and a lot of places you can't always get into. No, and as prices all over are getting more and more expensive, the fact that the Big Exports Radio golf card is able to remain where you're paying under $25 a round for golf cart, 
18 holes, the whole – and nice courses, mind you. You're not going to be able to get a deal like that playing golf on some of the nicest courses throughout the region. Chariot Run, Old Capital, Justin – what is it, Big Bill on the Hill out at Old Capital? Yep. Red Rockets. Mm-hmm. Uh, and everybody loves a good old Red Rocket. Elk Run, Valley View, Christmas Lake. You can play these great courses under $25 a round. It is limited. At some point, you, we will run out. Uh, so you may as well just want to lock yours in. Lock it in today, and you can do that by reaching out to Dugan Ryan. We're going to BigXSportsRadio.com. Yeah. BigXSportsRadio.com. Do it, too. All right. So putting a bow on the SEC tournament, I know the texters are going to bring it up, and we'll get to it. But let's at least briefly turn our attention to the NCAA tournament, the brackets. Mm-hmm. First yep, off, yep. and Justin, I know you can relate to this, but oh gosh, UK basketball, please never make us go through a selection Sunday without the show again. Last year stunk so much, and this oh, year did just feel like even though even though I was I did not watch the SEC title game either, just because I didn't want to, I couldn't stand to watch Tennessee be happy again. It, it was uh, like watching uh, the Sports Center after your team gets eliminated. You just can't do it. Yeah, and there, there are other better games on anyway. So I, I was gladly preoccupied. Uh, Ivy League championship game was a pretty good one. I was yeah. occupied with other games, anyways. Um, but would you would you switch UK's draw with any other two seeds or with Tennessee? Uh. I really like uh, – I would definitely – like, even though Duke got a two and they shouldn't have, very happy to not be dealing with Texas Tech. That was the one of the big teams I wanted to avoid. Um, but, no, you know, I'm, I, I'm, I like Kentucky's draw. I, I like it a lot because I feel like there's a, a, a date with UCLA on the horizon. But even then, I, I just – I still feel like you're going to be able to beat every – one of those teams out there. I I'm okay with UK's draw. Um, it just gosh, hearing all the selection Sunday music and all that stuff it was so great. Auburn's draw is a chef's kiss thing of beauty. I wish Kentucky had that draw. That's the only one I'd change it for. I wish Kentucky yeah. had that draw. Yeah, I, I, Wisconsin's just not the. The, well, Johnny Davis going off. That's really the only thing scary about that. And like Iowa could be a hot team too. Like you could run into a few more hot teams. I think the only thing that kind of bums me out is you're going to get a motivated Murray State if they if they win that first game, their first time ever playing Kentucky. Like they're a pretty good basketball team. You you could that could turn into a difficult second round matchup. Where the rest of it that uh, doesn't scare me one bit. Yeah, yeah. Um... That was actually the round that I'm like, I actually think people are maybe overstating UK's draw. It's UK didn't get hosed. They didn't get hosed. But and I they avoided I, all of those good defensive teams. I think that was the big thing. I don't me. think it's well, I don't know. I don't think it's an easy draw. And that's not like woe is UK or anything like that. I, I again I don't think they got hosed. I think it's totally a fair draw. None of my issues are like big wig, big picture, big conspiracy things, anything along those lines. I just think the reason I'm not over the and I would take this draw over the alternative of getting hosed because it seems like UK generally gets hosed. So I'm not this is not complaining. 
the reason I think people are maybe overstating how nice of a draw this is, is I do think you're lot. I don't think you're going to get like Marquette make this run to the, I think Kentucky is locked. will lock in a good opponent each and every round. And that's, that's not ideal. Like, you know, you'd ideally want the bracket to get as busted as possible, but Murray State or San Francisco, I do think that's a pretty nice gift for UK. And I know a lot will disagree. That That's the only round where I don't think you're facing a team that can beat you, to be honest with you. Um, could one of these teams upset Kentucky? It's the tournament, of course. That's the way that it goes. If UK goes out there and is of similar shooting against St. Peter's, I bet that game will be closer than we all would like. Uh, as they were against Tennessee, I should say. If they, if they shoot like they did on Saturday, they could probably play anybody close in this bracket. But I do think you get by St. Peter's just fine. You're right that Murray State's going to be motivated. I mean, San Francisco would be too. When are they going to get a chance to beat Kentucky in the NCAA tournament? Either one of those teams could be tricky. You would hope that Kentucky is motivated for them and all that sort of mumbo-jumbo and whatnot. But listen, if we're really talking national championship in UK – you've got to get by Murray State, or you've got to get by yeah, San Francisco. Yeah. You just have to. Yep. And honestly, I like I, – well, I don't like it. I don't like when Kentucky teams get matched up with Kentucky teams. But one aspect or area that I do like for it is UK will know how pumped up Murray State will be yes, to play that's them. True. Like, that's not going to sneak up on them. They've never played UK before. They're a 30-win team. Cal Calipari would have his team ready for that Murray State game. Honestly, I think – you could lay a bigger stinker against San Francisco potentially than you could against Murray State because they're everybody's hearing all about Murray State, Murray State. So that that doesn't worry me at all. The reason I, I, I say uh, that I think- I, I'm doing some quick research, TJ, on just to back up your 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 theory on Kentucky versus in-state foes and in the NCAA tournament. I think there's only two losses, and I, I haven't confirmed it, but I think the dream game against Louisville in like '83, and then Western Kentucky. Jim McDaniel in like 1971. I think those are the only two, and they've done it like 14, 15 times. So that's how, um, that probably yeah. that sounds about right. Um, and yeah, see, that, so getting uh, what I think is a relatively easy road to the Sweet 16. That's what I like about this bracket. But then from there, I would be. I mean, either your Yale's not coming out of that pot. It's either going to be Texas, Purdue, or Virginia Tech. So you're either you either will get Purdue, which has the biggest front court in college basketball. You'll get Virginia Tech, which is the ACC tournament champ, or you'll get Texas, who everybody loved and was foaming at the mouth over in the preseason because they won the transfer portal and they've got all sorts of talent. So you'll be playing a good team. Now, Kentucky should beat all those teams. Every one of them they should beat. But they're mm-hmm. good teams. Like, that's going to be a tough Sweet 16 game. I think you are you are locked in to tough Sweet 16 game. You will get no break in your first game in Philadelphia. Yale's not coming out of that pod. So, okay, so be it. A Sweet 16 game, that's going to be a tough one. And I feel like it's going to be probably something similar on the if, if Kentucky makes it to the Elite Eight. You'll be playing Baylor. You'll be playing UCLA. No offense, Justin. Maybe and- Maybe the Hoosiers could could upset UCLA, but then if they upset UCLA, could they upset Baylor too? Could they do two of no. them? I, you know, that'd be that'd be a tall task. So I'm not trying to be rude. You can tell me to suck it. I'm totally all right with that. But most likely, you're either playing Johnny Jazang, who's one of the best scorers in college basketball, or you're playing the defending national champions, who are as tough defensively 
really as anybody else in the country. Uh, and Kentucky has struggled somewhat with defensive teams. So you're going to have a tough Elite Eight game. Again, Kentucky's better than Baylor. Kentucky's better than UCLA. When I did my preliminary bracket last night, I'm sure I'll make some changes to it. I had Kentucky going a hell of a lot further than I normally do just because I was looking. Now that I don't think this UK team is beatable, they are beatable. This is not a dominant like Anthony Davis. If we don't win the title, it's going to be a total, total disappointment. I want to win the title. I think expectations are title worthy. It's just not like your dominant force team like in 15 or 2012 where it was, okay, folks, this is our this is our year. Anybody else taking our championship will be them stealing it from us. This year, I don't think it's anybody's to steal. I think it's just wide open for, for anybody to go take it. But when I was going through the bracket, Roush and Justin – I just couldn't, like, all right, Purdue-Kentucky. I think Kentucky would win that game. I'm taking Kentucky. Purdue or Kentucky versus Baylor. I think Kentucky would win that game if they played Baylor. So I got to take Kentucky. Well, I think these are not easy matchups. I do think they're matchups. Kentucky is the better team. And that's Yeah, if there's one thing that I'm worried, like, that this bracket has a lot of that I don't necessarily like, it's experience in the NCAA tournament. Um Two Final Four teams from last year are, are sitting there, and you're probably going to end up playing one of them in the Elite Eight. And I, I, that experience matters. Um, uh, winning an Elite Eight game is the toughest game to win in the tournament. Winning yeah, an Elite yeah. Eight game. So the fact that UK most likely in an Elite Eight game will be playing a team that has won an Elite Eight game, you're right. Yeah, it's a good point. Yeah, and I mean, and Kentucky's been at, in this Elite Eight on the precipice how many times in the Calipari era and just came up short. So um, probably, what, four? I think it's so. it's, it's Calipari's Aaron Rodgers NFC Championship game. It's just the one that has been a thorn in his side. Now well, he has, he's yeah. won him more than Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, he's won him more than Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> but uh, that, that experience, I think, is what worries me the most. Um, you didn't mention uh, Purdue's enormous backcourt, uh, but they the the the, the defensive frontcourt. Front sorry, sorry, um, with Ed and Williams and all that. The the defensive numbers for Purdue are still so bad, though, that I can't, like, take them that seriously. Um, like, even – hell, even in your bad shooting, like, you're still probably going to score against Purdue. So, I, I, I like Kentucky's draw. I, I feel good about it. Um, would really like for Kentucky against the St. Peter's Peacocks. Great team name, by the way. Um, Kentucky's got the Thursday night slotting. I like the Thursday night um, 7-10 because you can kind of – you can – you have the early games to kind of keep you occupied. Um, you get prime time. Unfortunately, we got Jim Spinarkle, the damn dookie, who's still bitter that he lost the national title to the Cats. He's going to be insufferable on CBS. One of the mo- one of the worst people they put on television. Can't stand the guy. Uh, he's going to be doing the game. That's going to stink. But there's an opportunity there with a big uh, crowd in Indianapolis to get Kentucky some more mojo back. Uh, would really like for this to be a mojo game. I know um, – the tickets are readily available still for there where you can get them at face value. But I think a lot of folks were smart like you, TJ. You went ahead and got the, those second-round tickets, correct? Yeah, that second-round game, uh, you, yeah, I didn't know it was going to potentially be Murray State. But, yeah, you, you play – even if you're a two-seater or one-seater, you, you could be playing a halfway decent name. Um, so I, I I was following my boy Shelby Mass. I was following brackets. It was funny. I hadn't picked up the computer – since the last time I'd closed it after the radio show last week. So uh, on my, one of my tabs was Shelby Mass Bracket from March 9th. Uh, did, did a good job. He had UK with Baylor and Purdue. Uh, he had a, all of them in the South, not the East, but 
our boy, our boy Shelby Mass sure. did a did a did a bang up job there. So I, I, I it's fine. You got to go out there and win the games at some point. And you're right. Mm-hmm. It make us all feel better just to see them do that against St. Peter's. But if if the UK does play Murray State in that Indianapolis Saturday game, uh, that's gonna be a, that's gonna be a pricey ticket. And also no favor like. So weird they put Tennessee there, too, uh, in Indianapolis. You would have thought for sure it would be Purdue, the other pod, the other little set of games there. Instead, Tennessee doesn't get Greenville, which is strange. You'd think Tennessee, Greenville, Tennessee, Greenville. But Duke took that spot, which was, uh, you know, the whole thing. Yeah, no. Like, I don't think – first off, too many people overvalue conference tournaments far too often. Like you got to take those just as the quad win games that they are. And you got to remember it'd be the same thing as if that quad game happened in January as it would be in March. So Texas or Tennessee beating Texas A&M. I don't know if that ended up being a quad one win or not with, I don't know if Texas A&M was in the top 50 in the net. They probably were. They still finished. Tennessee hit 11 quad one wins. Tennessee or Duke hit six. Yeah, I mean, that's crazy in its own right. <laughs> but many people do overvalue, like, Tennessee's run as a – they only got one great – you know, beating Kentucky was their great win. And that is a great win. And that hopefully that would be counted. They still do need to move the SEC championship game off Sunday. That's an old – that's an old take you hear every time this time of the year, and then we all just forget about it. But it is ridiculous they do that. I also don't think Tennessee got a terrible draw. I mean, yes, no, no. but I don't think it's – like. Villanova, okay, that's semi tough, but that's Sweet Sixteen. You should be hard playing a hard game, and then You're better than Villanova, yeah. And you didn't get Villanova in Philly. I was very happy they didn't put Villanova in Philadelphia. Yeah, I'm very happy I know. not messing with Villanova yeah. in Philadelphia. If you're if you're going to get out of Chicago, I think this was the best case scenario. Not having to deal with Nova in Philly. Agreed. Yeah, I agree. Um, um, all right, what else? I, have, I think if I if I could uh, have my druthers, I'd rather have Kansas as the one seed just because I know you can beat the hell out of them because we've seen it before. Uh, but Baylor has what six players they play? Yeah, that's one team I, I don't I don't know a lot about. I was ready to write write them off once they had the one guy get hurt. Um, so I admittedly am not as uh, up to date on my my Baylor basketball knowledge. Yeah, it, it's it's a it would be a tough game, but it's a game that I think Kentucky. I mean, but it's win. it's it's a lead eight. like that's yeah. You're, you're gonna there there is a point in all of this. Like you're going to face good teams in the NCAA tournament, you, and and I'm just glad we don't have a point where you can look blatantly at something and say they got hosed. I think the only teams you can say that about Michigan getting in over A and M is hilarious. Like. Just what I laugh out loud, funny because it really is just like, oh, Michigan's more of a basketball name brand than Texas AM, even though AM has like four more wins. I wanted to say, but it's the Big Ten, Big Ten's so good. Like, get, get it, out. It doesn't matter. Dayton should be Dayton's the one team that should have been in over Michigan. No, no, nope. saying it for the little guy, not AM. I mean, looking at the resumes last night after they. No, I mean, I think a and it would have came down to A&M and Dayton, but I, either of them, in my opinion, are in over Michigan. Get out of here, 17 and 14. That's yeah. horrible. I, I cannot. It was it, – I saw ESPN stats and info. It was the only the fourth time there's ever been a team that's only three games over 500 get in the tournament. Only the fourth time ever, and the first since 2001 Georgia. Oh, and I'll also – kind of tying all this together – 
I mean, first off, Michigan's probably going to beat Colorado State. Uh, I guess I wouldn't be shocked. Like, Michigan's not that great of a team, so they could lose that game. But they're probably going to win that one. That's So you're, you could have Kentucky, Murray State, Michigan, Tennessee in Indianapolis on March 19th this Saturday. That would be a pricey ticket, folks. Yeah, pricey. and they're already double the price of whatever Thursday's tickets are. Um, yeah, so I would cheap. tell you. About 150 bucks to get in the door. You got two options now, folks, that don't have tickets. One, you buy them now because if UK ends up playing Murray State, it will only go up. Or you hope San Francisco beats Murray State, maybe Colorado State upsets Michigan, maybe law. I don't know, maybe something weird happens Thursday, and then you tickets are cheaper. Uh, but you got to make that decision now. Either you risk it. You know what? You're probably already waited too long. Probably just <laughs> probably, probably best just to wait to see if San Francisco can pull the upset and if those tickets can come down. Because if San Francisco yeah, wins, probably a little bit cheaper. If Murray State wins, and you're a Murray State fan, and they've never played Kentucky in program history, how are you not going to that game? You gonna see them in the round yeah. of 32? A sweet six? Whatever you can. Yeah, you're going to that game. Mm -hmm. So Kentucky fans, you gotta do your part to go to that game. Uh, and there will be. There'll be a ton of UK fans there. All right, hour one done. We'll talk more brackets, but more importantly, we'll get into this Thornton's text line when we return here on Big Exports Radio, 96.1 FM. TJ Walker, Nick Rouch. It's Kentucky Roll Call. Welcome back for hour two of Kentucky Roll Call. Nothing is over until we decide it is. With Walker and Roush. We're just getting started, bro. Welcome back, Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X. Roll Call. 1450 AM, TJ Walker, Nick Roush, and Justin Kalen. And the thing I miss most about being home, obviously besides the family, Close second, Salsaritas. Two locations in Louisville, Middletown and St. Matthews. Middletown has a drive through Download the Salsaritas app today. Save you some time. Save you some money. We love our friends at Salsaritas. It's delicious. It's good food, good service. Check it out today. TJ, your daughter's uh, she's getting old. She's five months. She's uh, she, she kinda, I think she looks like you, too. I mean, babies, believe it or not, will look somewhat like both parents but i think she does like i think she makes some goofy sports talker faces i think it's pretty funny pretty cool. uh, uh great news for her if she looks like me so that's that's a huge compliment that you just gave her um i i think she looks i, I think she just kind of looks like a combination of her mom and me but she is adorable i did very much miss her um after first night away from baby and and, and Mr. Greatly, although the wife did a great job being a single mom for the weekend while her husband just lost his face off in Las Vegas. Mm. Oh, just okay. had Southwest. They've 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 done me wrong. You know, United was generally the one you could just count on to completely hose you over in the airline game. But 
Southwest, we had about a three and a half hour delay getting out there and then a four hour delay getting back. And so do you, would, do you have to watch some of the games at uh, the airport, I guess? What, what time were you flying back Saturday night? We, I did not get in until 4 a.m. when I was supposed oh. to get in at like 10 p.m. or something like that. Um, it was horrible. It, it, the flight back, and part of it was also just like, you know, I was drinking at a pool party a little bit earlier, although did not did not drink a ton, drink a ton of water because um, I was not feeling very good. But it was just like a miserable experience at the airport. Just the worst mm. of the worst. Um, yeah. And then I get on the flight and it's like, and even when I went out there, you know, we did a couple shows from home last week just because I wasn't, I wasn't feeling like 100%, not that I felt terrible. So I probably mm -hmm. w didn't go out there at the top peak but yes, right, at the airport, right. waiting forever just to get home, not feeling a hundred percent was, uh, and then getting delay after delay after delay was just the worst. So, uh, glad to be home. Glad that yep. it's basketball, but yeah, I was watching a little bit here and there. Yeah. I, uh, I, I wanted to quickly bring up a few of the, the more entertaining conference tournament games, uh, watching Duke lose and not even really be close. Like Virginia tech just beat the hell out of them. And that was a classic case of, just great extra passing, great team basketball um, by the former Wofford coach, uh, Mike Young, who uh, – Storm Murphy still hanging around. Remember when he got knocked out of the NCAA tournament by Kentucky? How could I forget? Like yeah. Um, but that was a joy. Coach K really making sure to take his time to, to coach up all of the kids on the other team on his way out, shaking everybody's hands with 1,700 cameras in his face. It was a, a touching tribute in Mike Krzyzewski's final ACC tournament. Uh, happy to see Duke lose. Oh, that was great. Um, Justin, I, I didn't know. I was very happy that we jumped on a Twitter spaces Friday to get your instant reaction from the victory over Illinois. The Hoosiers, they gutted out all of those games. And I thought, I mean, they were down four with like 50 seconds left and made a couple plays, including just straight picking a dude's pocket and getting a wide open layup to tie the game with 20 some odd seconds ago. And, and then you had Bohannon just break your heart with a freaking bank shot from 35 feet. That, that, that was a brutal way to get knocked out. You know, and, and what made it worse is, so we had regionals on Saturday, right? Team we're covering, they play at 1230. So I'm, I have to watch a little bit of the Indiana game while we're finishing up that game. But the team we're covering in high school basketball gets beat on – Pretty well a similar situation, except for the guys falling out of bounds. But he banks in a three as time expires to win. So I'm feeling good. We leave that game not not extremely happy because I, I thought that team could continue to win and, and we'd get to follow them for months or a couple more weeks anyhow. So we're driving to the restaurant where we're going to meet up with everybody, watch the game, have a couple brews while we wait for the, the next game to start. And we just get there. Everybody's Indiana fans. I'm pumped, feeling good. And then Bohannon makes that shot. And it was like the whole world stopped in that restaurant. There was there was a group of two guys. Maybe There was might have maybe three of them. But they were cheering, actively cheering against Indiana. The whole restaurant was cheering for Indiana, small town Indiana. So, yeah, just tough. Tough Saturday. Mm, that is tough. Hate to hear that for you, Scoots. But, at, least you get, hey, hey. at least you get to live. Well, and that's the thing. I didn't. I never thought Indiana would make it to Saturday. Did I think they could compete with Illinois? Yeah. Did I think they would win? Absolutely not. So, yeah, I, I'm pretty happy at the end of the day. 
Oh, by the way, I've sent out the uh, invitation for the Kentucky Roll Call Bracket Challenge. Join it if you would like. We'll give away something. We don't know what, but we will give away something. And if you were in it last year, you should have received an email or something last night. Um, If not, we will put it on the Kentucky Roll Call Facebook page at some point today. So be on the lookout for that. Uh, I don't see a scenario. I don't win every bracket pool I enter this year. I feel like I've got the, the, the right answer key right here in my, in my brain. Wow. You better put Indiana in your lead eight against the cats then. Oh, wouldn't that be something? <laughs> that would be awesome. That oh, would man. be so awesome. That would be something. I don't know if it's awesome, but it'd be something. And while like Duke did not deserve a two seed at all, especially not over Tennessee, I was happy to see them get a pretty tough region, I think. Like, yeah. I don't think they got an overly easy draw. Again, first-round game, they'll be fine. Second-round game, Davidson's tricky. Davidson will beat Michigan State. Davidson could mm-hmm. be tricky, but again, similar to Kentucky. Like, if you want to win a national championship, you got to be able to beat Davidson in the second round. Ooh. If you want to win a national championship, you got to be able to beat Murray State in the second round. But then then it's probably going to be nothing but, but some challenges, I think, for – for Duke, Texas Tech is tough, yeah. and then got like Rutgers to win a game, a couple games too. They're they're going to end up losing to Texas Tech, but I like Rutgers. Hey, I made a like back in January. I made a Rutgers like sixty to one make the Final Four bet. Uh, so I'm I'm rooting for Rutgers too, buddy. I'd keep an eye on that cash out, TJ. Well, hey, don't but, you know, they don't do the cash out unless you actually think they have a chance of cashing out. So. Um, can't do it yet. It's true. Oh man. Um, I, I did notice that if you look at the odds, uh, Kentucky and Baylor are even at two to one to go to the final four. Uh, but Kentucky actually has better odds of winning the national championship though. And my guess is some of that is Vegas knows Kentucky fans are heavy betters, but some of it too, I think just repeating his national title, like that doesn't happen. Uh, I think Duke was last team. No, Florida, excuse me, 06, 07. So it's very rare. So I think that's why the odds are what they are. But uh, still, uh, some some in- interesting, interesting odds there. Hey, speaking of Florida, Mike White going to Georgia. Jeez, how weird. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, I thought we were going to have a – I was like, maybe we do a fun coaching carousel thing on Tuesday. You know, let it breathe a little bit. But the that that is – it's so bizarre because even though it's not like – Nobody really cares about uh, "quote unquote" rivalry in basketball. The, those that couldn't be picked better, bit, more bitter rivals in football than Florida and Georgia. So for him to just skip town, I know his seat was maybe warming up, but he was at least going to get another year. I guess he saw the writing on the wall, and decided to get the hell out. But Georgia, of all places, it just—I mean, if he couldn't do it at Florida, why is he going to? How is he going to be able to do it at Georgia? Yeah, that's that was my thought process. Like, if I was a Georgia basketball fan, I'd be so furious because <laughs> not because, like, hey, you stole a D one coach from another school. Although Florida was happy to see him go, I don't think they were going to fire him. Maybe they were. I know people were kind of talking that they may. So Florida wasn't mad to see him walk. But and if you're Georgia, hey, look, we stole a coach from a D one program. That doesn't happen all that often, or a Power Five program, I should say. Excuse me. Another Power Five program that doesn't happen all that often, especially for a place like Georgia and one from our biggest rival. But it's one who was maybe on his way to getting fired and had been underwhelming and had kind of taken things Billy Donovan had built and made sure that that foundation was not as solid 
as maybe Billy D and everybody thought that it was. It, it, it this he will be incredibly average at Georgia. They may have a good year here or there. I wouldn't be surprised if they made a tournament or two, but it will not be this will not be a successful hire. And in four or five years, Georgia rinse and repeat will be doing another coaching search, probably make another retread hire. And it, I would be furious if I was Georgia basketball. But Florida's a pretty solid job, no? Yeah, yeah. Maybe they're getting in the Kenny Payne sweepstakes. Uh, I thought it was laughable that Rick Bozich is out there carrying Kenny Payne's water. I guess that's what his job is going to be during this coaching search because uh, he put out there that, well, uh, Missouri and Georgia, they're they're in the running. They'll probably get in the Kenny Payne sweepstakes. And it's like, dude, no. we get it. You're trying to be nice to your pal Kenny, but he's not going to either school. And if you just waited 24 hours, LSU and Florida opened up, you dummy. So just, yes, there's other ways to give Kenny Payne leverage, Rick. You didn't have to use freaking Georgia and Missouri. Those jobs are terrible. LSU, that one's going to be weird just because of the, the the sanctions hanging over their head. Interesting name I heard in the mix was Andy Kennedy. Uh, his UAB Blazers, they won it all. Um, all-time winningest coach in Ole Miss history. Uh, you know, th- there could be a fit there. There could be a fit there. Yeah, that's interesting. Uh, he's, again, you know, he was, like, moderately successful in the SEC at Ole Miss. But, Okay. About his, I mean, averaging 20 wins over a decade at Ole Miss is no no small feat. <laughs> yeah, so winning I, 20 games is a little overrated, but it still is winning. I mean, at Ole Miss, games. though, like, you know, that's yeah, that's no. more than I would anticipate. But I agree, I, I agree with you. And an SEC championship, a tournament championship as well, big deal for a place like that. Uh, what did want to mention before we get to the Thornton's text line here. Mixed feelings on the women's bracket, Roush. Just Kentucky got totally and completely hosed. That's the toughest region I think I've ever seen in basketball, men's or women. What a joke. That being said, though, to go from being under 500 in what, January or do they were they under 500 in February, too? Uh, but anyways, in the, in the span of like a month and a half, two months, whatever it officially was, to go from a losing record to a six seed is, I mean, truly hard to believe. Like, jaw-dropping hard to believe. That's that's incredible. And, unfortunately, they did not get rewarded whatsoever because they're in a wildly difficult region. They would get IU in a road game, a true road game, in the second round. They've already played IU. IU's really good. They would get UConn in the Sweet 16. And then who was their one seed, Roush? I can't get it pulled up. It's taken too long. Uh, maybe Baylor. Baylor, is that right? Uh, that's no, right. Baylor's a two. Um, it's that's escaping me right UK now. Men's one. It, it, can, I just, it, it, can I just sadly admit that I didn't look that far because I didn't expect them to get past the Sweet 16? Well, it's, they. I mean, beating – they're always in the same bracket as UConn for women's basketball. I just I, – I, I get sick of it. And then that, that game's in, like – Connecticut or in the Northeast or something. Um, yeah, it's in it's in uh, Bridgeport or whatever. Um, NC State, the one seed. NC State, which is a, a good team. So thank you, Justin. So you'd have to beat IU in Bloomington. You'd have to beat UConn basically at their place. Basically, it's not technically at their place, but you'd have to beat. Might as well be. you'd have yeah. to win at their place, and then you'd have to beat the best team in the ACC just to just to get to the Final Four. It's ridiculous. It's an outlandish road. 
It's an outlandish road for the SEC tournament champions. Yeah, but hey, got a six seed uh, Princeton. Yeah, I, I've watched Kentucky beat Princeton in the first round, and it was a lot of fun. One of the most fun days of my life. And so let's run it back. Suck it, yeah. Tigers. That 2011 spring break for you holds a special place in your heart. It really does. Really does. And we're, we're getting another edition. We're getting the St. Patrick's Day Eclipse where St. Patty's Day falling on the same day as the first round of NCAA tournament games. A great day to be a college basketball fan. Yeah. Yeah, it is. And shout out. I know you already kind of touched on it and you weren't crazy about Spernarkle, but shout out to whoever was in charge. I was so worried UK was going to get that late Thursday night, like 9.50, 9.30, 10 o'clock game. Shout out to Common Sense for putting Murray State and San Francisco, you know, the team that's uh, on Central time and West Coast time, yeah. making them the late game. Is it going to be great for concessions in the arena? No, but that's really, really pretty much the only people that are going to be missing out are uh, – the concessions because besides that thank goodness roush i don't have to stay up till midnight or later to watch uk play st peter's yeah yeah i that would have been bad where, where does st peter's where does st peter's fall in your saints rankings um let's see uh he is the rock um on which jesus was going to build his church but um i've got I've got St. Paul, of course, uh, much higher in the rankings. He was a convert, so, you know, he he figured things out. Um, doubting Thomas is a fun phrase to say, so I'm going to take Doubting Thomas over St. Peter's. Um, St. Francis, he likes the animals. So, yeah, I would say Peter's may, may be in the top five, but near the bottom of it. Okay. That's that's not good for St. Pete's. They, they are the Peacocks, though. Really enjoy That's a great mascot. Um, very funny. They rolled it out uh recently but i am disappointed though they are the mac champs and maybe maybe we could have had a, a patino reunion if only iona didn't blow it well I, i've got you you obviously st pete's doesn't make the top five unfortunately um in the in the same mm. rankings uh, i hate i hate doing that but obviously you have to have the guardian angels ahead of him i mean that much is clear right yeah does Roush know his guardian angels? I just I just know St. Michael because that's you know, he was he was the big one. Well, no, you're not even thinking of the best one. St. Michael the Archangel. No, you're not gonna go with me at Rayfield. Like well, it is Rayfield. Well, it is Rayfield. It is Rayfield. No, it is Michael. It is Rayfield. Michael was the number one. It's St. Rayfield. It's the number one saint. And I think everybody mm -hmm. knows that. Well, everybody knows that. It's guard. I mean, it's quite literally a guardian angel. Michael and Gabriel are cool. Like we're in on them. But they're clearly behind Rayfield as the guardian. Those are the three guardian angels: Michael, Gabriel, and Rayfield. Obviously, Saint Lucy. I love uh, that we have a we have a Saint blind. Michael, a Saint uh, Rayfield, and uh, we have we have all three of those in town, and including a church that's just guardian angels. So we've we've got the trifecta and just a guardian angels church. <laughs> that's uh yeah you're you're right. We're, we're, <laughs> We're well guarded. Hey, and two of them are on Bargetown Road. I, I had to oh, double wow. check to make sure St. Michael's wasn't, but uh, two of them are on Bargetown Road. Yeah, I think they're uh, Taylorsville Road uh, out the team yeah. center. But <laughs> that's funny.
Uh, that is funny. Uh, they're going to get it. And I don't know anything about St. Peter's. So just so the, the school that is, uh, don't know. Think, it's not about uh, the Saints, but don't, don't we have a St. Peter now? Like they, they, uh, St. Peter and Paul or something. Um, That's the old St. Helens church. That's what it is. Cause they, they, they did all the name changing stuff. You know, I didn't know that. So there we go. There's your Catholic church's update in the city of Louisville. Looks like we got a St. Pete's on Johnsontown road. Oh yeah. Okay. Sorry. So the old St. Clement. Yeah. That church is enormous too. They redid it. It's, it's, it's pretty cool. Let's uh, get to this Thornton's text line. Five zero two four one four fourteen fifty. 414 Let's see. Tata still kind of looks hurt. I disagree. There are times the, the one thing that was frustrating uh, in that Tennessee game. Uh, I mean, or, there was a ton of them. Kentucky at least was smart and like got after it and got to the free throw line. It's kind of uncharacteristic of the Cats. Tata's not one of those guys though that's just going to like jump into contact at the rim and get a foul call. He's either going to pull up or he's going to kick out. I I wanted him to just stick his elbow in somebody's face, have the refs call foul, and then um, go to the free throw line. Yeah, Tata's interesting. He's just I don't know if I can remember a Cal player where it's like you see him hit a difficult shot and you're like, all right, that he's going to turn it on now, baby. And sometimes he has. Other times he'll miss the next like eight. And he'll be like, oh, so that really tough, difficult shot was for nothing. Like it was all in vain. It didn't. Yeah. It's Or other times, you know, he'll miss like six straight shots. He'll hit that difficult one and then he'll turn it on and he'll go bonkers. But uh, need to see more bonkers, Tata Washington. It's been a little too far, too in between, but uh, hopefully seeing a few shots. That was a good side of Tata. It wasn't yeah. bonkers, but he had. In that Vanderbilt game, it was a one-point game. He scored eight straight points, which yeah. makes this texter's text. I have no idea when they sent it, but it makes no sense. We officially have a tie tie problem. UK looks much better with him off the floor. Like that, 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 that's heat of the moment, just completely off base on something. Well, maybe it was during the Vandy game and uh, didn't age, still, it didn't yeah. age correctly or something. Yeah, Calling a charge on a guy who has left his feet and is looking in the opposite direction before a defender has slid in is absolutely ridiculous. It's dangerous and should be a flagrant foul on the defense. These rehearsed charge calls are dangerous. Yes, they are. Uh, the refs were so bad, Doug Shales and Pat Adams, they couldn't even figure out how to work the damn shot clock. Bunch of idiots. Idiots, I tell you. Yeah. <sighs> They were that replay monitor so often. Like, and they're supposed to be the good ones. What are the bad ones do? I know that's how bad can they be? Like it 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 gets tough hearing and yeah, it, it gets tough seeing all these like official grades and seeing these same people that we just have such bad encounters with be like, How are they grading high? What who what is this grading system? What is going on here? But it was not their that Saturday was not good. Did it cost no. UK the game? I don't think it cost. I mean, the, the Oscar stuff was really, really annoying. UK just not being able to hit a shot is, at the end of the day, what cost them. But it is so strange. These are the best of the best, and it seems just like you can't even get a review. You can't even review? What are you doing? Yeah, don't. Don't get it. Don't get it at all. Uh, text on the Thorns text line says, Rule of 71 didn't work in the Indiana game. Oh, man, it usually does work. It's a real shame, Scoots. But Scooch just being was, uh, dead, dead quiet today. God knows hang what on, he's so that, do. that just means that the first team 71 wins. Which game didn't it work? Yeah, that is the tough part on a text line where you've had a lot of games. 
I'm yeah. guessing the yeah. – did Indiana have 71 when they lost to Iowa? I thought Illinois maybe got – Illinois or Michigan got to 71 first, and IU came Yeah, that's what I was thinking in one of those games. Yeah. 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 But, uh, oh, man, really confusing on the Thorns text line today. I have a feeling that's going to be the case next Monday as well. Grady needs to get in the gym and hit a thousand threes every day for the remainder of for the remainder of this team being alive in the tournament. Too good of a shooter to miss so many in big games. Oh, the old thousand threes a day a day trick, huh? <laughs> it's a lot. Come on, Kellen. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure he shoots a ton of threes a day as is, but whatever that number is, you crank it up to four digits and you do it now. <laughs> If a foot is not set while Grady is in the air, it's not an effing charge. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Mm. Nothing like Another a hump. Says, nothing like a I like my team. Go I like my team. Yeah. Uh, this is the start of the championship DVD, the Tennessee game. Actually, it would probably be the Notre Dame game. So let's just hope that Kentucky responds to adversity like they did in that Notre Dame game. Yeah. And, and you know, that was one thing that crossed my mind in Vegas. Listen. I, I've said listen too much. The, uh, apologies. I hate when people do that. Yeah. You're on the radio too. Like people are obviously. People do, I'm, yeah, I, I'm only doing it because <laughs> I'm tired and I'm still like a little sick. And I apologize. I hate when people do that. And I've done it that twice now this show. At least twice. Maybe there was another time. So apologies. You all are listening. And you're great listeners. And we appreciate you texting in to the text line. 502-414-1450. But it did cross my mind that. What can you do? What can Calipari do? At some point, you just need to see the shots go in. They just need to go. You just need to make open shots. However, that happens. The NCAA tournament is the NCAA tournament. One bad shooting night, it can be over. If that got UK's bad shooting night out of their system, if the, law of, if the law of averages starts working in UK's favor because of Saturday, SEC tournament's one thing. Losing to the C stinks. It's never going to be fun. We'll never enjoy it, but if it's for a bigger prize, then it is worth it, and maybe it's for a bigger prize. Let's let's hope so, because um, man, that was, whew, that was tough. That was tough sledding on Saturday. Um, another texture on the Thorns text on says, guys, I just don't have faith in this team. I just don't have faith that this team does much in March. I want to, I really want to, just not showing it. Get yeah, the hell you out gotta, of here. Yeah, you got to give your – like, this has been the best team in the country all year. A lot of folks are picking them in the Final Four. Don't let that Tennessee game cloud your judgment. Don't. Just don't. I will give – and we need to go to a break, but I will give a little bit of credit to the – the doom and gloomers are always obnoxious. But I do – there is truth to the sentiment of, like, man, we've just wanted to see this team do that Tennessee home game thing again, and we haven't seen that. Or the Kansas thing again, and we just haven't yeah. really or seen Or the North that. Carolina thing. It's the, been there a were a lot of them. It's been yeah, a little it's bit. Been a it's been a little They've gotten good wins, and they've beaten good teams, and they've beaten some good teams ugly, and they've beaten some bad teams ugly. They've beaten some ugly teams good. But they haven't had just the – from start to finish – you had to pick your job from the floor because UK looks so good. And we've been wanting that, and we've been waiting for it. And we thought maybe get on a neutral floor, it would happen. Against Vandy, it didn't. Maybe against Tennessee, you know, get some revenge for the loss in Knoxville, it didn't. So there are folks that are, I think, starting to get nervous because you're wanting this team to spread their wings and fly towards the title, and they're they're kind of just going with the flow. They're going with the flow. But maybe, hey, e either they peak too early in January – 
and that's a that's way too early to peak, or they're saving it for for when it matters the most. And that's this week, next week, and in, in a perfect world, Roush, in two weeks we're we're talking about a final four. Whew. Oh man. It's gonna happen fast and furious. Enjoy, enjoy this next few weeks while we can, folks. It's gonna fly by. All right, let's take our last break. We'll come back. We will try to finish up the text line. Yeah, we'll do our best. This is Kentucky Roll Call on Big X Sports Radio. TJ Walker, Nick Roush. Welcome back to Kentucky Roll Call. Yes! Oh, yeah! Can you feel that, buddy? Huh? 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 Everyone needs to listen up, and they need to listen up good. I couldn't help but think of, like, Six other topics, Roush, of things I wanted to bring up or things that I feel like we should bring up. But yeah, we can do it tomorrow. Seriously, in all in, in all seriousness, we uh, our serialness, excuse me, we'll have to save that for other days. Yeah. And yeah. we've got the Sweet Sixteen, and say, there's a lot to a lot of fun stuff we'll talk about. But we've got we've got plenty of shows this week. We'll get to them, we promise. So if we mm-hmm. didn't get to a topic or something you were wanting us to get to today, just we're, we, ask us again because we will. Yeah. We'll get to it. Just today is super, super busy, and we still have so many texts to get to Roush that we need to try our best to try to get to those. Yep. And if we don't get to everything, you can listen to us whenever on the Cornbread Hemp podcast. That's right. Cornbread Hemp brings you every KRC podcast. They've got full spectrum, all organic CBD products available at cornbreadhemp.com. Use the promo code Big X for 30% off at checkout. A great way to wind down each night, pop in one of those bad boys. Great way to help with your aches and pains. Check them out today with promo code Big X, 30% off at cornbreadhemp.com. Uh, you love saving money. You have to. I could use any bit of money uh, to save after after the Vegas losses. Had one great blackjack night. That was awesome. Besides mm-hmm. that, uh, and like I was telling my family about that. I was like, I had one fun night, like one night where I had one money and it was a good time, but it kind of speaks to how much I lost the other nights that that didn't carry the – didn't carry, didn't carry the weight. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. 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 But hey, it happens. Uh 502-414-1450. Texter says, guys, oh, we read that one. Gentlemen, I have some very exciting news to share. Tin Roof is officially bringing back their beer pong tournaments on Thursday nights. Considering I work, not sure how many nights I'll attend, but I will make my way back eventually to get that fourth ring. Winning team gets $300 prize, uh, $150 a pop. Not too bad of a gig, if you ask me. Oh, I've won the beer. Man, what a amateur won- hour. I've won a t- uh, tenure beer pong championship before. I've got that he's like, prize money. I'm, I'm, I'm going to go get my fourth ring. My, my best friend growing up, next door neighbor, he got 1099 one year. He won so many beer pong tournaments. So come back <laughs> when, you, when you win some real money, buddy. Here's the thing about that beer pong tournament. This texter will be able to relate. It is a... It's a marathon. It's, it's, it's a it's marathon. More like how long can you stay awake? Like, Correct. You know, there was one night where it was like 2.30 a.m. I'm like, dude, can we just get this thing over with? I'm tired. I'm ready to go home. So 
Uh, yeah, we, that, we, that's the we, downside of getting one of those. We must have talked about this before. Yeah, because it's not only having to beat your opponents, and it's a huge bracket. It's like sixty-four teams or something like that. You know, so it's tough. You got to win the games. It's more tough waiting like two hours in between games at yeah. Tinder, which is like loud club music, and you're just drinking. So by the Crowded, championship, yeah, it's yeah. Like three o'clock in the morning, and yeah. Um, anywho, but good luck, buddy. Keep us updated. Honestly, I may go back to filling out brackets with pen and paper because it's 100% better. Doing it on the app just isn't nearly as satisfying. Agreed. Agreed. I'll, I'll agree. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm, I've got to, I've got to get more. I used to do multiple. I, now I just like having one that I can like, it's the consensus one. And I'll try to do that by Tuesday so I can fill it out with pen and paper because I feel like I'm going to change a lot. I don't want to have pen and paper and then have to change it a bunch of times. I, I do two generally. I do one. And I do one that I'm trying to like win, win. And that one's generally a little bit more conservative. And ironically, or not surprisingly, probably for most folks, uh, that one doesn't do as well as kind of my like wacky fun one. And so I do two wacky fun. And then kind of just mm -hmm. like, here's what I actually think's going to happen. Yeah. And the wacky fun one almost always beats my actual brain one. But yeah, I do two. And one thing I do is I'll print them out fill them out and then write like which you know pool they're in and then i love doing the highlighter highlighter and sharpie Ooh, sharpie yeah. for the x highlighter it just takes you back to your childhood right yeah going into great. your brackets like getting home from school and stuff like that so mm -hmm. i'm also a big physical bracket kind of guy but all the contests are all online now so you still have to fill them out online unfortunately uh, texter on the Thorns text on 502-414-1450 says, how, TJ, how much money would you ask for the NCAA tournament to be delayed another year? Yeah, what's your what's what's our price? I, I don't think I have a reasonable one, but like, I like don't me know. personally, yeah, like like they come to me and they're like, hey, the NCAA tournament's not going to happen, but we'll give you this much money for it. Yeah, like it, like what's your threshold of like, I would accept this amount of cash to not have the NCAA tournament this year. I mean, really, I just want a crystal ball. If UK doesn't make a Final Four, then I don't probably ten thousand dollars. I was about to say that 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 feels like a decent start, but it's still just like. Ugh. But what if you knew? What if St. Peter's came to you and was like, "Listen, UK's winning the championship, but God has thought about this special deal, and He wants to give you two million dollars, but we're gonna have to cancel the tournament." Yeah. That's so God. Because uh, on one hand, your two million dollars, you know, Roush kids are pretty sad. He's taking that two kid, million dollars in a heart. Kids pretty sad at that, that point, but for national championship, oh, I don't know. I don't I'm taking about a grand because my team's never in, anyways. <laughs> oh man, uh, let's let's move on. TJ, how many times did you smack Krispy Kreme donuts after being at St. Rayfield? Not as often as you would think, but we'd all that would be the fun spot. Like you hang out with the fish fry, you play basketball or the picnic, and then you'd walk mm -hmm. over to Krispy Kreme. That's where the cool like seventh and eighth graders would hang out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But sometimes it'd be a special treat, like before or after mm -hmm. school. Not as often as you think, but uh, I do love that Krispy Kreme. They got the best sign in town. They do. It's a pretty cool sign. Um, there used to be some other great ones, but they've gone by the way. The route, they, the, old, the old Arby's on Shelbyville Road had an amazing one, but yeah, we have one on Third Street like that with the big hat. It says Arby's roast beef oh, sandwich. Really? Yeah, yeah, we've got one still over here. 
Gosh, I can't um, believe I haven't driven by the, it. The Airquay Manor sign would be very cool, but they they won't fix the neon because they're cheap. It, it it's it's it'd be very cool, but they they won't fix it. So, uh, and I know there's an old like bait and tackle shop on Dixie that closed down. They had a cool sign with the big fish, but that that one too, I think, unfortunately, is shut down. Justin, how about some love for the Colgate clock? Nope. Yeah, no, I mean it's it's still there, right? Yeah, it's still they, there. Just, they don't light it up anymore, though, right? Correct. Oh, I don't know. They don't light it up anymore. I don't think so. Don't yeah, think so. I thought I thought it was yeah. needing some sort of work. Well, yeah. I have not been thrilled with the growth of Louisville over the last decade or so. Um, it is good that Roush, when we were growing up, that would be like one of the things our parents would tell out of towners. It's like, well, that clock is like the second biggest clock over there, and you'd point <laughs> to it and be like, oh, okay, you all got anything else? Did we show you the baseball bat? Ooh, what about the fountain that doesn't work? Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> oh, hey, uh, yeah, go ahead. They say, I know this take won't be the same as everyone else, but that horrendous showing, I have no problem with this loss other than it being to Tennessee. It's more superstitious, but this tournament doesn't matter. Losing in this game or the championship allows the team to notice this loss before it hurts and allows them to go with clear minds, free of arrogance, and thinking they won something. Fully believe 2012 doesn't win the big one without losing to Vandy. In 2015, would have won easily if they lost to Arkansas. I like this team. Let's hope they come out ready to shut some people up. I like that superstition. I don't know if I, I'm kind of with you on the same page to a degree, um, but you know, uh, I, I, I like that mindset. We'll just say that. I don't know if I agree with it 100, percent but I do like that mindset. Yeah, it it's one of those things you'll we never really know. Do losses help reset things or do they not? Um, if it, it doesn't, if Kentucky goes to a final four plays for a national champion, we won't care about that SEC tournament loss. If they lose early, then we'll say, Oh no, we should have known they were trending in the wrong direction. But Texter, I, I think that's a, I, I think it's a fair point. I, I have no doubt that that 2012 loss in the SEC, it was really surprising for them. And I think you had a similar kind of shock factor saturday just because i don't think uk thought in a million years they'd miss that many open shots like it was yep. the good shooters <laughs> if, yeah. if wheeler's having an off night wheeler's having an off night if brooks misses some and actually i thought brooks did okay if brooks misses some brooks misses some but when it's grady and mince and ty ty getting cold at different times that hurts hurts so good <laughs> no it doesn't no it yeah. doesn't not no. I used to be kind of cool with Jimmy Dykes doing UK games. Then there was the guard your yard, and now I'm at the point in my life when I want to say, say floppy offense one more time. Say it again. See Pulp Fiction. <laughs> see what he did there? I see yeah. what he did there. Yeah, we naturally are just, if you've been watching UK basketball long enough, you'll get you'll get tired of some of the broadcasters, and we have goofed on Jimmy Dykes plenty, but seems like a nice enough fella. Yeah, yeah, really does. Um, little heart, Pete. Never in my life have I seen a team that has a sniper from three-point lane struggle to get him some open looks. Cat's going to make take a loss in the big dance. We're going to be asking ourselves, why didn't Grady shoot more? Because he was one of four. No. I, won't, I won't be. I just – I won't be. And I think people really tell on themselves sometimes with their, why doesn't X, and, X or so-and-so player shoot more? Grady – he is moving his legs almost as much as Steph Curry in the Warriors offense. They are they are working to get Grady open. I promise you that. Now a, there was your concept to think that like we just aren't using Grady appropriately. So uh, I would say that like I think there is a little bit of middle ground, but like it, it 
they're they're doing stuff to get him open. It's just in a different way. Like Viscovi, that one possession where he scored on Mints, and like the amount of screens in different like it was it was very complex. Maybe some would even describe it as convoluted, a little bit too over the top. But I uh, so like yes, you could just have everything going towards him. But like also, do you want everything going towards him? Like. Oscar Sheboy is the national player of the year. You know, you want to run some stuff to get him open. Too. So, like, I, 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 I think it is – there's definitely some middle ground there where they're doing some stuff to get him open. Maybe you could do a little bit more, but I don't think you really want to do a little bit more because there's a lot of other really talented players on this team as well. Something to try that's different if you if, – if, if it's – and that's something I would have probably done on Saturday is let – all right, then let him run point. May, you know, make Tennessee pick him up, make a defense pick him up the length of the floor and change the way you're hedging and you're playing screens because instead let him have the ball in his hands. And that may not be the best thing for UK's offense. Maybe UK struggles if they do that. But if you're ever – if if Cal needs to just try something different, go back to the Mintz-Grady guard yeah, combo. Yeah, I like and, that. And, 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 hell, you could even keep Tati in the gate. I don't know if you'd want to keep Wheeler in the gate. Game. keep tight tie in the game and just say tight tie you're you're the two or the three here you're not we're we're getting the ball we'll, we'll give you the ball in some different spots but just make a defense uncomfortable a go against what they're kind of used to on a scouting report and maybe that can work but maybe it doesn't work but i promise you they've run plenty of sets and plays for grady yeah um yeah. he's got some limitations too there is a hmm. reason that he's still in college folks right one uh he is the third or i think he's the second active leading scorer in college back basketball still in the tournament there's a dude from Creighton that has more points than him but um, a lot of points in Kellen Grady's career dude knows how to put it up one thing uh, that we shouldn't overlook from the SEC tournament a, a positive uh, the four spot it was Jacob Toppin Friday night it was Keon Brooks Saturday Keon had like a couple bonehead uh, Keon's good for like one of those one or two doy doy plays a game <laughs> no matter how good he's playing but his 19 points kept Kentucky in it I mean that he's the reason why Kentucky had a chance against Tennessee Oh, it could have been ugly if he's not knocking down some of those shots and making some of those plays. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, the four spot, it weirdly, weirdly yeah. kind of reliable in yeah, and and need that need that to be the case definitely. Yeah. Also, congrats, Scoots. IU is in the big dance. You get to continue living your life of luxury, also known as platies and chips. Come on, <laughs> that's the good life, baby. What's plat? What's a platy? A platinum. No. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah people, I, I, I call people them numbs. People that don't call them BL numbs call them platies. Got it. Well, we got call it. them just numbs. Yeah, but yeah. yeah. Uh, Texter says the West region is ridiculously tough. I, I mean, it's and that's pretty uncharacteristic too. I mean, that normally the West is a cakewalk, but pretty tough this yeah. year. Yeah, I, I hate. I, I I was pretty shocked seeing them reveal that bracket. A mem like a Chet Holmgren versus uh, Jalen Duran Duran game second round. What? That'd yeah. be amazing. Yeah, yeah, would be would be a lot of fun to watch. Um, there were there are two teams. I forgot the Iowa and Arkansas are both just like they could get hot and go all the way to the Final Four, or they could just lose in the first round. Like I I, I don't I don't know which which way it's going to go, but both of those teams they've got a lot of spurtability there. And uh, one team I was looking up, I know it's because they just dominated a, a crappy conference. But South Dakota State has some crazy good numbers, so just put a pin in that team. Oh yeah, they're they're one of the best offensive teams in the country. I, 
not that you ever really, if you're a two seed or a one seed or really a three seed, if you really feel good about your team, you really shouldn't be overly worried about your first round matchup. Uh, but I, I didn't want to, I didn't want, I didn't know what seed South Dakota State may be. I didn't want to see them though. Just, yeah, it just would have yeah. been a stupid, wonky little game. They'll but get, they'll get Providence get in that first round. That's going to be a crazy game. So, and Pro- Providence number one and luck factor on the year. Mm-hmm. That's going to be probably the most trendy upset pick of the first round is Providence going down there. And yeah. they could, I mean, they totally could lose that game. But let's not also act like Providence hasn't beaten significantly better teams than South Dakota State too. So right. but that's a tournament, baby. And that's what we're all waiting for on on Thursday yeah. at noon. Oh anyway. yeah. Or Tuesday night if you're a Hoosier fan. Yes, absolutely. Joe Winardi at 9 a.m. Sunday said Sunday games don't matter. And Greg Gumble right after the Big Ten championship game, 15 minutes for the brackets release, implied that they already have the brackets when he said let's not Look at the brackets until we can reveal them to the audience. SEC has to change the cha- – oh, so he's insinuating that, like, they had the bra- they had the brackets. So if they had the brackets when the Big Ten championship game was ending, they clearly had them probably at least uh, before the end of the game, thus indicating the game doesn't matter. The texter goes on to say SEC has to change the championship game to Saturday, but at least with our loss, we get an extra day of rest. Yeah, I well, also think like of course they have a bracket before the show starts, you dingus. Like, like well, we and we like, mentioned that too, that like with Indy being UK's likely destination, that a Thursday a Sunday Thursday turnaround was gonna be, you know, that's not that's not the ideal one that you want, but it, it is what it is. You'd rather win the SEC championship than lose it. But uh now they do get that extra break. There is something to be said about that where they will have played basically two games in two weeks heading into two games in almost two and a half weeks. So that's that's not a bad thing for some tired legs. Get rest, rested, get healthy. But they absolutely need to change that. Why are you playing a game? It's unfair to the players and the coaches. Why are you playing a game that doesn't matter? It's, hurting, it's, it's unfair to the league. You're, hurt, you're only hurting your own conference. Hey, they just want to get their uh, work done. Get out of there on time. Call it a day. Well, they could get their work done a day earlier by having the SEC championship game on Saturday. Uh, I was talking about the selection committee. You well, know, they they no, they've I, always I done their thing on Sunday. I just yeah. you got you gotta you gotta switch it. Make it Saturday. Who cares? How does Wyoming, San Francisco get in over AM and how is San Fran a ten seed? Well, they're the Dons and they um, they played Gonzaga. Like they didn't beat him, but they played him. So that should you know that's good for something, yeah, right? Gonzaga is the number one overall seed, so that carries some weight. Get out of here. Get the hell out of here. Got to be happy to get in the tournament, Justin, but, man, how bad would it lost to Wyoming be? Justin? Uh, not as bad of a loss as not being in the tournament, so suck it. Oh, but, you're just you're just happy to be there. Get, I, get, get, go ahead and no. hang the participation trophy banner. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Justin is right. It, it like I, I think he's actually got a totally – I think an accurate outlook on this. It still is like a testament to how far IU has fallen, but Justin's wildly accepted that. He Justin's one of the good ones that doesn't pretend it's 1984 anymore uh, when, it comes, <laughs> when it comes to IU basketball. Yeah. All that being said, though, gosh, Justin, you, you're you not getting me to start rooting for IU, you son of a gun. <laughs> That's not my intention. I, 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 there's, you wouldn't. You're making me fall in love with you. I know you. You wouldn't. I you're you make you make me more sympathetic to IU than anybody else ever has. 
So there's something going on. Like, I kind of want to see IU make a little run. Maybe it's because you all are in our bracket and you could take out some difficult teams for me. Maybe they're may, – because, you know, it, everything's got – it's got to come back to me one way or another. But I don't know. I, I want to see IU make a little run. See, see, now you all know how I've been feeling doing this show for a year and a couple months now. It, it's it's confusing, isn't it? It is pretty weird. I mean, I don't want you to go too far, but like, I, getting you happy would make <laughs> me a little happy. Like, yeah. giving you a week to preview a Sweet Sixteen game would be pretty cool. No, I just want an Elite Eight, and Kentucky can beat us by thirty. I just want that game. <laughs> That'd be a lot of fun. I would take that gladly. Yeah, in. Uh, delighted watching the mighty Auburn nation crying after losing to A&M. Man, they were pretty quiet on Twitter. That was weird. That was weird. Yeah. yeah. They're a team that, Roush, I almost feel like you could put in that boat of, like, I could see them going to the national champion. I think I've been higher on Auburn than most have this season. But they are not playing particularly great right now. The thing is, though, I just love their draw, so I think they'll be okay. But, um, you know, they – they they could have a bad game again. I, I just don't. Miami and USC suck. They'll get by those two games. Yeah, they're another tricky. Um, they got a good draw. This texter, I can't believe they're sending in an NBA text today. Ben Simmons has to describe himself in Philly because he's a little self sensitive to hear all those fans yell at him. Wop wop wop. Who the hell cares? Get out of here. Grow up. It's college basketball season. Texture, I like these next two texts. So looking at Joel Lenardi on ESPN reminds me of Hammer Time with those huge pants. And he says, Jerry Palm is wearing sailor pants. What's with these bracketologists and their weird choice of baggies? Stop it. What it is, Texture, is that's kind of pants style, the kind of baggier bottoms. Like, that was popular in the 90s, and they've just never upgraded their wardrobes. Like, they're, they're just they're stuck in their ways, and I love it. Uh, at least Lenardi doesn't have as doofy as a haircut as Jerry Palm. That guy. Whew. Yeah. And also, people need to stop being like, it, it's fun to like criticize or poke some fun here or there. But gosh, Clay Travis has almost like a million followers and he was being so mean to Joe Lenardi on social media. It's like, oh, hey, Clay Travis being mean to somebody on social media? No it, way. Like, it's just a for diction dude like he's just projecting what he thinks and when i see people be mean to shelby mass it's the same. like they're just guessing what they think the selection committee is going to do you goobers and i guarantee you even if they're wrong they still know more than you do about it so like sheesh will leash it's not it is, they don't it is funny anything. that they they get more heat than the selection committee people get <laughs> i was i'm, I'm uh, and listen clay Travis, like he is a jerk to people but it's part of like his thing um that being said I think he, I, you, you couldn't convince me otherwise that he thinks Joe Lenardi has a say in the final brackets. You know, like, I think he actually thought, like, Joe Lenardi makes the final brackets or, like, has a say in it. Otherwise, why would you, why would you be so – why would you, you know, lash out so harshly at somebody just for a prediction? Makes no sense. Makes no sense to just be a jerk for that much of a reason. Um for Texture, no reason. Texture says, Coots is safe. So good to see a young lad now live a full life. Hey, I suggest you don't make a bet like that again. Yeah, a little, rec little reckless looking back. Glad I, glad I made it through. Are the life bets over? Uh, life bets are over. Yeah, that was a sketchy one. You know, the, the funny thing is, though, is when the time when I made it, it was a sure thing. And then Indiana just proceeded to tank and... Nearly made me lose my life. So thanks, Hoosiers, for pulling it off. 
Well, we're happy that you're going to get to live a little bit. And it does the station a huge favor because we weren't sure what we were going to do. <laughs> so big news on that end as, as well. Mints and Tata are automatic one or two from the line. And it makes me so mad. That's why we look Ty like Ty, the, 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 the front end he missed after they oh. waved off the and one. And then Tennessee oh. goes down and scores a bucket. It went from a three point game to a seven point game. Like, yeah, gosh. And just Brutal. bad called, bad to call that off and one, but still, you know, make the free throws instead of us missing out on three points. Um, you know, it could have just been one point if you make the free throws, but whatever. That's what we look uh, like. When we nope. missed every jump shot, we're fine. And that is third. Mm-hmm. third that. And Calipari was quick to remind everybody that, like, again, Tennessee is legitimately a top 10 team in the country. UK played a C minus to D plus game, but they fought. And guess what? They had a chance to win. So it is nice knowing that it's almost like made shots are just gravy, Roush. And that effort and energy can keep UK in any game. That's a good thing. That's a Final Four. That's what Final Four teams do. Um, a texter says Roush is gutted by this game. It'll be okay, my guy. Yeah, and, and that was the thing too, TJ. I um dropped approximately 173 f bombs in the first 30 minutes of the game, and eventually, like, I just I, I ran out of steam, and I was glad I did. Like, I was like, "What are you doing? Like, just this isn't Kentucky's game. Like, it's just I, I hate Tennessee so much, and it's it just takes me a while to move on to acceptance. Uh, but I got there. Cats uh, played bad. Gotten fat. like pretty much it was a worst case scenario game. Everything went wrong. And if you're gonna flame out, that's a way to flame out, and they still fought back. So um can't be too terribly upset about it, even though I would have much rather preferred not to lose to Tennessee. Yeah, I just hate Tennessee. That's all that's what it was for all of us, I think. God, our fans are so whiny. Seems like there's a portion that wants this team to come up short so they'll be vindicated or proven right. Again, we're fine. Oh, yeah. The yeah, Calipari right. haters that have made up their mind that they're just out on him, they, they will take each and every opportunity, and they're, they are biting at the bit to be able to wait for this team to lose in the tournament, and they'll make all these grand proclamations. And then, guess what? Kentucky will be a top-five team this time next year, and we'll go through all this again, and we'll go through it all again. They're just – they're insufferable. Well, it, but it's it's also like – I mean, that's sports. Like, ten, like Tennessee makes me crazy. L- losing your rival makes me crazy. And you start noticing all of the, the, the bad things all of a sudden look worse. Everything's more dire. Like, that's just – I think folks like it's okay. Like we can be crazy. Sports make us crazy sometimes. Playing that badly against Tennessee, I get it. I I can relate because they make me crazy too. I just wish it was in a context of like, hey, we things are pretty good right now. I wish they were better. Instead of like, man, we the, are we are the worst. The, the, the like, we, we can't go on a run. Like, just like giving up on this team, right? Like, they can't win in March now. Like that, that's a little ludicrous. Sure. That's 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 too much. But man. there's dum dums everywhere. A texter says that officiating crew bought absolutely everything Vanderbilt and Tennessee sold them. <laughs> oh, Cal didn't shoot around so he could blame the loss on himself. That's why he's a Hall of Famer. Oh, yeah. that. Yeah. that yeah, Better and move right there. Yeah. Better and move. Hey, hey, we got a busy hey, fellas. Oh, yeah. Busy here. Hope you came back from Vegas on the positive side, Teach. Also, someone talked me out of taking any end of the Sweet 16. That defense, they're not going to be able Won't to be me, busy. They're not going to go. I don't think they're going to make the Sweet 16, but I'm not going to talk you out of it because we want to see Scoots happy. This is a dream run for him. 
and I did not. Uh, then Keith texted us and said, hey, TJ, did you fly first class like a baller like I always do? I bet that's a no. Suck it, Trevor. Keith, no. Southwest works for the airline, too. Like, she gets you first class. <laughs> Southwest, Southwest didn't even have first class. And, yeah, good point. Uh, secondly, said, married on an airplane. He says, I could totally take my shoes off on this four-and-a-half-hour flight. <laughs> okay, that was funny. Keith, we don't need so many selfies. Apparently, if you fly in first class, you don't have to wear a face mask as long as you're drinking. And I'm drunk before I even get to Vegas. So, man, love some drunk Keith's text. Uh, I just lost a few hundred blackjack, but oh well, tomorrow's another day. McDonald's at 1230 a.m. in Vegas. It's the mark of a winner. <laughs> Keith is just roasted texting into the Thornton's text. Oh, like, man, love it. <laughs> uh, shame I missed you out there, buddy. Murray State in the second round is the least surprising thing ever, but I'll take our draw overall. Yeah, that's pretty much, you've summed up my sentiment to our radio show just like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, we need to uh, probably make another call if we plan on finishing this text line. Oh, we ain't finishing, boys. <laughs> are we going to do another call, or are we just going to uh, save it for tomorrow? What do you want to do? Save, st- it for, save it or do let, another? Let's save some for tomorrow, because there's right, a lot. We're going to have a lot to talk. Um, and it'll be good content anyway. So they're, they're good text messages. And Who Dat Cats fan had something I wanted to get to as well. But we'll get to that stuff tomorrow. We're out of time. This is KRC on Big Exports Radio. Let's put a pin in on what we want. Oh, Jay Walker, Nick Roush, and Justin Kalen. We'll see you on Tuesday. Good Tuesday. Yeah.